Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% luck, 10% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status, but still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact That many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause why you was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames then I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, it's the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard him from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of And he's spitting fire and mice Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be within rappers Hope he gets eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday Howdy, what's up? Welcome, we are Man, that's the first time I've been in the studio in a long time Did you change anything in here? Hmm. I don't think so, no. Okay. No. Welcome. Then good. good. Welcome into the zone. It's a terrific Tuesday. Wednesday. It's a wonderful Wednesday. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm off. I'm off a day. Sorry. Thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. Wes Moore, Justin Acre, Christian Weaver. Joe Klein will be along shortly, or so I assume. Probably collecting our barbecue lunch right now, but he'll be with us soon. Well, he brought some great chicken sandwiches last week. Yeah, if he brings food today, it's because he forgot that I'm back, I'm sure. So that's okay, but I'll take it however I can get it. Anyway, we got a lot of guests today, including Joe, whenever he gets in here. Clint Sterner is going to join us at 1030, thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. We're playing a little catch-up today and having to move some stuff around. Clint and his wife, Lauren, welcome their second child into the family. He is hashtag girl dad again. So congratulations to Clint and Lauren. We are excited for them. They've got their second child. I don't know if this is it or if they're going to try to play some zone defense against three kids at some point. you got to think he's got to keep trying until he gets a quarterback, right? I mean, she could be the the next big thing at QB, I guess, but who knows? Yeah, he can keep trying as long as he wants, but she may <laughs> put an it to that. He can only keep trying as long as she wants, yes, exactly. She's got to do the hard part. Uh, Pat Bradley will join us thanks to River City Flooring at 1045. we got Coach Kelly in at 11 o'clock-ish after the Red-White Report. Thank you to... Uh, Big O Tires, Kevin Kelly, brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club. Get his thoughts on all the bowl games, which actually leads us to our question of the day, Christian, which is, which SEC team is involved in the most compelling matchup or best bowl game or whatever? Which non-playoff game is the most intriguing? Which non-playoff game is the most intriguing? Well, for SEC. For the SEC. trying to figure out how exactly to word this. That's fine. I think you're on to something there. Michael Felder will join us at 1130. We'll ask him that question. And then Larry Betts is coming in the final hour today from Youth Home because tomorrow night at the Busker on Main Street, the artist formerly known as South on Main, is hosting this year's Christmas Celebrity Karaoke. Can you believe we're doing Christmas Karaoke already? It's true. And don't forget, on Sunday, the Buzz defends its title in the uh, Dodgeball Santa competition. This year we have moved it. I love the location. Honestly, I'm very excited about the location. I hate that I have to miss it. I have a conflict. 
But we, uh, you guys are going to defend the title without me, Christian, and I appreciate that. I got the last out last year, so. You did a great job. Did a great job. Uh, we are uh, going to be playing at the Little Rock Tech Park parking lot. So it's across the street from the Little Rock Tech Park or the OK TV building, if you prefer, or across the street from Samantha's, mm. if you want to look yeah. at it that way, to the south yeah. um, from Samantha's. And it's just basically catty corner from Brewski's. So when you're done winning or losing, you can run over to Brewski's, watch some NFL football on Sunday. It'd be great. Uh, the best game of the week, of course, is Philly and Dallas. I got a whole bunch of interesting numbers about that matchup that I think you'll find intriguing, and we'll talk about it a little bit with Clint as well. It's going to be a long shot for the Cowboys to capture the number one seed, but this would be a big step in the right direction. The Eagles will still be the favorites to do so if they lose this week in Dallas. Oh, it's over if Dallas loses. No, I'm saying even if Philly loses, it is still uh, overwhelming mm. that they will be the seed, the number one seed, because. Their schedule going forward is very easy, and Dallas's is very difficult. And then, of course, you got the Niners in there too. So, well, Philadelphia have to will have to go to Seattle next week after Dallas. So that that'll be their toughest game remaining. After that, they should win out. Uh, Dallas would need that help from Seattle. Um, but if Philly goes back to back losses, Dallas would have to run the table. Very tough schedule, like you said. Go to Buffalo, to Miami, back home against Detroit, and then the, the last game is the Commanders. So they should be fine there. Maybe. I mean, Christians quit watching the Commanders. That's how bad it is. I'm wow. Done. Yeah, I'm done. Sam Howell is second in the NFL in passing yards, and yet you don't find them worthwhile in watching? First interception, too, he's, I think. He's uh, channeling Jameis Winston. I, I used to have hope that maybe Eric Bieniemy would be the next guy. I'm pretty sure he's not. Do you have enough personnel on the offensive side of the ball to win games, though? I think we do. Okay, then what's the problem? Well, our offensive line does suck. I will say that. Okay, well, that's an issue. Ask Arkansas. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of Arkansas, Rocket has blasted off. No surprise. Uh, by the way, here to fourth, mm-hmm. today is December 6th, 2023. I am from now on calling all portal players free agents until the NCAA does something worthwhile in controlling what we are doing now. You have got guys who are starting quarterbacks in college football, successful starting quarterbacks on successful teams, who are well on their way to getting an opportunity to play in the NFL without moving anywhere, moving on because there is a bigger payday in it for them. That is strictly what we are doing now in many cases. I am done with this nonsense. I'm going to start calling it what it is. These are free agents. It is a free Mm -hmm. agency world, and everybody's a free agent every year. So that's what it is. I'm just going to call it what it is until they put some kind of... It is less restrictive than the professional league. It is a a wide open, wild, wild west of, of college sports. It's really sad. There is no control. There is no... Um opportunity really to make this thing a fair playing field and we knew this was going to happen in the worst case scenario i just didn't think it'd be quite this obvious so it is basically i am a great player i am ready to go i will go to the highest bidder who's got the money yeah at least in the nfl and baseball you have contracts and so you don't become a free agent until that contract comes up the contract in college football is one year right and so free agency happens every single year for these players It'll come a time where it is becoming tougher and tougher to have double and triple transfers in college football. They're not giving those waivers out like they used to. Uh, but one transfer, you're in. I mean, go ahead and go. Get that money while you can and then figure out if that's the place you want to go. It sounds like Oklahoma's quarterback may be going to replace Bo Nix at Oregon. I heard Ohio State's quarterback. This was really, if it, this is true, but this is the talk. He and his dad met with uh, Coach Day and said, hey, we need to get your reassurance he's a quarterback next year that you're not about to go in the portal and replace him. And Coach Day said, I can't guarantee you a starting job. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to let you compete just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And they left. If that story is true... I wouldn't want him on my team. Yeah, it's kind of indicative of today's world, though, right? At least that's what the, the worst of it is. And I don't, I'm not shocked by that at all. But, I mean, how many coaches are out here guaranteeing starting jobs to players? And you shouldn't be. Frankly, you've got to have a standard of some sort. And that's to me, that's a bare minimum. Asking a guy to compete to have the job mm-hmm. is not asking too much. No. It's hard, though, with football because a, a player, especially a quarterback, makes all the difference in the world. It's different. Like, if Eric Musman says, I'm not guaranteeing you playing time, 
I got 20 other guys that would be happy to take your spot on the roster, and I got eight other guys sitting here on the bench that are can play your minutes. So, like, I'm not worried about it. You don't have that kind of power as a coach in football anymore. Well, now you do with the portal. You do, but you don't. You want to I mean, you, you, you leave? We're Ohio State. We'll go find a quarterback. But, but if you have a guy, you. yeah, but if you have a guy that wants certain things, and again, you're not only talking about playing time, you're talking about money. He's like, okay, well, look, I'm your starter. I need seven hundred fifty thousand or a million or one point yeah. two or four, yeah, whatever. It, you, you got him really over a barrel. It's a tough situation. Even at the top, I mean, they're playing a different game. They have a different kind of challenge, right, a yeah. different set of challenges, maybe than some lower level FBS coaches do. But everybody's got their own set of, of deals that they didn't have to mess with before, set of set of problems that they didn't have to mess with before. So yeah, just think if you were a coach with a pile of money, you know, you, you're holding a lot of cards. You are because you can go replace anybody, and you don't have that issue the as big as somebody else. Where if a quarterback came in and said, "This is what I, I want to stay," you're going, "Okay, well, we want you, and we'll pay you because we have that kind of money." So. Have you guys read deeply into this announcement that we got from the NCAA president, old Chuck Baker? I started, and then I I, I read so many negative things, like this, like it's not going to happen. This won't right. work. I just kind of quit. They don't have the stroke to do anything about it anyway. So we'll see if they can make any get any kind of push on this. the The president, Charlie Baker, is the NCAA president. He's proposed a revolutionary plan. This is according to a story I'm reading here. That could clear the way for schools to directly compensate athletes through an educational trust as well as name, image, and likeness deals. We talked about doing a trust years ago. It's like, okay, look, we're going to set this money aside for you if you're mm-hmm. at school. It's a set amount, and then you can get it when you're done. Or you can get it when you're 50 or whatever the age is. Membership the new FBS, they're, they're talking about making a new FBS subdivision, too. The membership would be voluntary, but would require an investment of at least three thirty thousand per year into an educational trust fund for at least half of the total number of athletes. It would guarantee half the school's athletes one hundred twenty thousand over four years of competition. Money distributed by the university would be subject to Title IX requirements, meaning half would go to female athletes. In addition to compensation delivered through a trust, schools could then sign additional NIL deals to augment compensation. So you can go out and get deals done to then pay the kids. So this is semi-collective and sort of not, mm-hmm. but kind of similar. And it's also in some ways kind of revenue sharing, but not exactly. Because they're not getting a percentage or a piece. They're just getting a flat rate. And then at what point does 30000 become not enough? It won't take long. Mm-mm. Yeah, They're opening up the can of worms they don't want to open, I don't think. Anyway, let's talk about actual sports. Well, 30000 wouldn't be enough for some players today. Well... A lot of the top players will get a lot more than mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that would be a pittance, obviously. But And many of them are already. The question of the day today is, which SEC matchup, outside of the obvious one with Alabama-Michigan... Which non-playoff SEC bowl game is the most compelling? All right. And give me the options. Our options are Ohio State-Missouri. Yes, very good game. Mm-hmm. By the way, our buddy Josh Neighbors is going to that. Mm-hmm. Missouri's favored in that game now. Uh, I saw that. Must be a lot of Ohio State departures. Oh, have you seen their portal? Mm-mm. Uh, you mean their list of free agents? No. Yes. It, it's probably 10 deep. Okay. With their, you know, a five-star receiver and a five, that quarterback. Well, they're also going to have quite a few guys probably go to the there. NFL. Well, Harrison's not going to play in a bowl game. No. Yeah. He has no reason to. It'll be no. a shell um, of a team. Um, Georgia-Florida State. Ole okay. Miss-Penn State. Tennessee-Iowa are your choices. Okay. I think the easy answer is the uh, Georgia Florida State game, just because of you know. Yeah, implications. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited for Ohio State Penn State. I think that sh- should be a really good game. Ohio State. I mean, uh, Ole Miss okay. Penn State. I think Ole Miss Penn State's a very good one. I I don't understand why Ole Miss is an underdog. I don't either. That doesn't make any sense unless there's some departures from Ole Miss that we're not aware of. Yeah. Is Judkins eligible? He didn't have a great year, did he? No. What he, he, had, he had injury issues too, though, right? I think he was second team All SEC. Was Didn't he? that come out yesterday? Okay. Then he's probably gone. Okay. Well, there you go. Maybe that's it. If he's going to the pros, I wouldn't imagine he's going to play in this game. Is he a sophomore or a redshirt sophomore? Maybe. I thought maybe yeah, he was a true freshman last. Rocket. Was he okay. true freshman last year? He's a freshman. Okay. I don't know if he's a true freshman. Uh, Georgia, Florida State. I'm not sure that's going to be that great. I got to see again. It's going to depend on departures. Mm-hmm. Who's playing for Georgia? 
And what was it? One of the, the top players for Florida State's already said yesterday he's not playing. Well, we're talking about Coleman, yeah, yeah the wide receiver who's a stud, yeah. transferred in from Michigan State. Yeah. Um, is Bowers going to play? Surely not, no. What about Beck, the quarterback? Is he a senior? What year is he? He's a junior. He's draft eligible. Okay. Surely he's come back, right? I, I, on one of the games, I guess it was the SEC game, they were talking about his draft stock, how it's been going up. No way I would draft him. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. But I'm I'm not an NFL GM. So. What are these other... Okay, give me the... Uh, who's LSU playing in their game? Wisconsin. And no that's Jake another Daniels, one. Daniels, you would think. Got to figure out who's playing, who's not for LSU. Auburn is playing... Auburn's got an interesting game in the Music City. Who they got? I don't know. That's what I can't remember. I got to look through these again because... I uh, I've got the list. Maryland. Here. Okay, Maryland. I like I like Auburn's chances there. Do you? Any talk to the big game. Maryland put up some points mm-hmm. this year. Kentucky's got whom? Kentucky has Clemson. Okay, hmm. they're about a seven point dog, I think. Yep. And A and M's playing Oklahoma State and Texas Bowl. Who do we like there? Man, think of the coaching changes. Hard not to Jimbo, like Jimbo, no Petrino. Hard not to like Oklahoma State, right? Yeah, and A&M's favored by three and a half. Mm-hmm. And all the departures at A&M, have you seen all their departures, all those five-star guys? Yeah. I wonder how much Oklahoma State's going to have there. Gambling's going to be hard. It's in the good, ball it game. is. I mean, it, it really is. Like you better outside of the playoff games. This is these are really tough. You better watch the pregame show to find out who all's leaving, who's playing, who's not. And then try to squeeze in the bet real quick. If Ole Miss and Penn State are playing close to full strength, I think that's going to be a really really good game. I agree. I still don't get the Penn State favorite thing. Uh, Jenkins is a true sophomore. He had 378 yards this year. He is not second team all SEC. No, no. must have been somebody else. From he had Ole some injury. He had injury issues like yeah. Rocket did. How upset are you about Rocket leaving? I'm honestly not. not that worried about it. Honestly, didn't blink when I saw it. Yeah, I, I felt like he it was transferred well. about four yeah. four weeks ago. I expected him to become a free agent at the end of the season. I really did. And then I also was excited about Dominion and uh, Augusta. Yeah, I'm going to think about that still. And then they got two freshmen coming in, and they've. They're going to hit the portal and find a running back and bring somebody else in. Yep. I'm not concerned at all. Yep. I think, you know, assuming Jimmy Smith stays as running back coach, yeah. it's like, we're set there. Yeah. We don't have any problems there. I saw somebody was asking online today, if you were wagering, who do you think is the starting quarterback next year? Mm. Like a grad transfer or Chriswell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I was wagering, I'd, I'd put my money on Chriswell. Okay. I think I'd go transfer. Okay. I don't think the transfer can beat him out. I don't Maybe even know so. who it is. I, I'm high on Chris Wells. Well, you're also reasonable Biased. knowing that Arkansas is probably not going to get one of the top five free agent quarterbacks. No. no, they spent their money on a quarterback last year, and I think they learned from that mistake, and they're not going to spend that kind of money on a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They've got other priorities, offensive line, wide receiver. They want to get a go-to wide receiver. Save that for a question of the day down the road, Christian, because that'll be one that people will be interested in and i guess once the roster set it'll be more fun to do it once we know who's available but yeah i'd be curious to see who they uh mm-hmm. how much do you want to spend on a free agent quarterback they need a capologist or somebody to you oh, know to, oh i'm sure there's somebody who is a de facto yeah yeah accountant for the money it's like okay well we have 60 grand for a tight end this is the world we live in no doubt it sucks anyway let's run through um, some calls here yep go ahead malik chavis or right, chavis However you pronounce it. Yeah. He's in the portal. Okay. Just news. Interesting. You would have some fun. Will, you've been talking for like three, 30 seconds, I think, and nobody caught it. Start over. Hi, Will. Welcome to the zone. How are you? Justin, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, uh, Christian, you, and Wes as well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Doing good. All right. I'm going to start out with Wes here, and, and let's work our way around, and let's have some fun, because y'all are, y'all are all over it, man, right here. I mean, y'all literally... I love talking about the recruiting and the guys that are the best and, and all that good stuff, which you got to talk about. So, let's start with Wes. Wes, what in the world is... Dang! <laughs> just getting into it, man. Andy hung up. JW? Well, let's start with the worst, then. So, I'm just kidding. So, here, <laughs> man, i got some questions. All right, first question is, is, is KJ gone or not? We don't know. We don't think. Okay. It, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be here next year. It, it's right. kind of like My Rocket. Is, as soon as we hear, if we hear he's gone, 
I, I will not be surprised. I'll be surprised if I hear I'm coming back. I'd be way more surprised yes. if he came back. Yes. And again, I think he's yeah. probably out there yeah. testing the free agent market right now. And if the money's not right, he'll return to Arkansas. And look at all the other quarterbacks that are out there. Yep. You talk about free agency pool. You know, a couple of weeks ago when it was like, you know, um, KJ was going to enter the pool, you're like, he may be one of the more attractive quarterbacks. Now you look at all these other quarterbacks and you're like, pecking order, where does he fit in? All right. So I got a, my question is, is uh, okay, I'm not really – y'all were talking about Rocket, so I brought it up. My, my, my first thing is with Rocket is the number one really rusher on this team was the kid that hardly got to play towards the end of the season, Augusta Buck. He's got 5.8 carries. If you look at the yards that he has, over 200 yards with like less than a quarter of carries, guys, y'all don't really need to pay attention to that stat. That dude's a kid. That dude's a killer. My question is, with his NIL stuff, okay, like Brock Purdy making $800,000 for his contract, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see that the NFL is going to end up start changing their draft, you know, like the first contract that comes in, because the kid's saying, I'm making 800 I can stay in college and make more money. Well, you see the guy in the NFL saying, hey, these kids are making more than us. What's going on here? Purdy was Mr. You know, Irrelevant. That's not the point. The point. I think you're making a great point, JW. I think that's very interesting. It will be curious. I'll be curious to see if the NFL responds in some way. Was Purdy, did okay. he have any more time in college, or he had no choice? No, he was 100. So, it wouldn't affect Purdy. He couldn't have gone back and got gotten a million dollars from but, but JW, Iowa State. Yeah, let's not argue with JW. He's making an interesting point. Will, yeah. the, will the NFL respond with a guy who's, let's say, a third-round draft choice or a fourth-round draft choice who could become an NFL quarterback but could make more to stay in college? Do they, do they adjust? And we're talking about a limited number of people yeah. here. But it is interesting. It's an interesting point, J.W., because there, and K.J. is the perfect example. He's a guy that will get paid more to play college football next year than he would even if he got drafted in the fifth round. I'm fixing to ask you a question. I'm going to hang up. And this is not a poke at K.J. or how dumb he is or anything or anything of that sort. I just know, listening to Petrino and the way he talked about Ryan Mallett and the way he ran Tyler Wilson, that they can look off two or three plays know the defense like instantly, knew what to do without being told. Do you think KJ's smart enough to do this? And does he know that he has to be that smart to play here or he needs to go somewhere like Auburn where they just running up the middle? And I want to get your thoughts on that. Thanks. Okay, first of all, running Hugh Freeze's offense ain't as simple as you're making it out to be. Secondly, the difference between KJ and Mallett and Wilson is that Mallett and Wilson were coached by Bobby Petrino. I think Bobby Petrino could make a guy like KJ a very effective quarterback. Yeah, that's the job of the coach. Yeah, I don't have any doubt in my mind at all. Teach you the offense and the progressions. And that was a very strange ending to that call. But you're off to an interesting point at the beginning. Larry, welcome. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. It is great to uh, have you back, Justin. Thank and you. It's great to talk to y'all. Um, so I got a couple things. Number one. I, uh, I have not called in because I was waiting to have something else to talk about, but uh, I don't know what what y'all's feelings are on this, but guys, Florida State should be in the playoffs. Number one, they are a conference undefeated champion. So the, the team that should have been left out is Texas because Alabama, they had one loss. They beat the number one team. That automatically bumps them up above Texas, even though Texas beat them head to head. And Texas beat them early in the year. So it should have been Florida State, number three, and then Alabama. Hmm. So, but how is, with, with the logic of the, of the playoff committee saying because they have a second, their, their first string quarterback is now down and can't play in this bowl? How is that any different than these guys going out uh, before the bowl game and not not playing in the bowl game, whether it be sitting out, transfer, whatever? And then also, who's to say just because that they are in this in this four team, what's to say one of these um, the guys that are projected to be like number one, number two, you know, really high up? What's to say that they're going to play? So I don't take that logic, and and they're and they're saying Florida State didn't deserve to be there because right. they earned it on the field all year long. So Larry, I'm with that guy. Larry, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. First of all, until there's a high-profile player yeah. sitting out a playoff game. 
There's no point in having that discussion. It You're talking about apples and oranges, so let's not even go there. It doesn't make any sense right now. But it wouldn't shock me if it happens at some point. It's like, well, I've done enough. I got my NFL ticket punched. I'm not going to risk an injury. I'm done. Wouldn't shock me. Hate to see it happen. It'd be kind of gross. But let's be honest. Would it shock any of us if it happened at some point? Probably not. Hmm. Kind of sad. But it hasn't happened yet, so that's the difference. So that's that's the point. What was his first point? Oh, Florida State. Yeah. I mean, Proof was in the pudding. We saw two games without the quarterback. No, no, no. He's right. Florida State should be in the playoffs. No, 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 no. He was talking about uh, if another quarterback or somebody left, you, you've got to take a giant leap of faith. What would that team look like without that player? Well, we already know what the Florida State looks like without that player. They look like a dominant defensive team with an offense that isn't very good. Yeah. That would not challenge in a playoff game. We assume. Yeah. A lot. You're giving a few weeks to the backup, though. We haven't seen enough of the backup to know if he's good or not. What? Florida, Listen, his point is Florida State belongs in the playoff. They sure. do. yeah. I think his logic on the Texas-Alabama question is completely flawed. Absolutely. I don't care if it's in Week 2 or Week 12. Alabama deserves to be left at home instead of Texas because Texas beat Texas them. Texas beat them, yeah. And I realize Alabama, again, I mean, look, whatever. I've said forever it's too inclu- it's too exclusive to, to I mean this is an argument I've had with Barrett Salee a hundred times. It's too exclusive. There's no other sport in the world where it's this exclusive where you don't even get a chance to play. If we're gonna do that in ba- like if you did in college basketball, you just take the top like sixteen teams and say, Okay, we're gonna play the, the championship off. Yeah, and that was thrown out there. That there's a proposal out there that the conference champions of some of these smaller schools do not automatically get a bid into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. That's all about RPI and, and basically earning your way in. Yeah. And so you could win your conference cha- like a Florida State yeah. in basketball and not get into March Madness. I never That's underst- insane. I never understood the football exclusivity. All it's do and again, yes, it makes it harder on the college athlete, but because you're having to play extra games, but nobody complains about that at the lower levels with way less in the way of resources. Mm. You know? Yeah. Think about it. I mean, you're playing an 11-game schedule, next year a 12-game schedule at the FCS level, and you could have to play up to, like, five playoff games to win a national title. I think it is four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, think about the numbers there versus what you get. <laughs> and plus, they don't have the depth. Yeah, no, They don't no have the scholarships. scholarships at the same level. No. Well, they were playing with fire. When you have a Power Five conference, five big conferences, and four spots. Right. They were lucky this didn't happen until this year. Sure. But let's be honest. In every single year, forever and ever, if you're an undefeated team, you should be in. And frankly, if you're yeah. a conference champion, you should be you in. You should have in. a chance at a national championship. Yeah. You should. Yeah. You should be able to play for that. If there, The fact that there's no pathway is ridiculous. Yeah. Luckily, this is the last year that's going to happen. I will never, ever entertain anybody crying about 13 not getting in. I'm sorry, I won't. What if it's Arkansas? I won't. It sucks. Didn't deserve to be in. Yeah, I mean, if you're 13, like, come on. Actually, probably 12. And then the non-Power 5 or the non-Group of 5, you, you the ha- highest seed will get in. This is the only way Arkansas was ever going to get in was if they expanded to 12. You got a shot now. We talked about it all Monday. Who were you for? This year? Yeah. Who would you have put in? I mean, I, I don't know that I would have done anything different. But if I was going to do it, I would have put Florida State in ahead of Alabama, not ahead of Texas. I would have done the same. Now, if I'm picking the top, if I think like I'm going to war, my life depends on it. Mm-hmm. If I'm picking the top four teams in America right now, mm-hmm. I'm taking Michigan, I'm taking Georgia, I'm taking Alabama, and, and then probably, I'll, and then I'll figure State. out another one. And maybe Washington. not. Yeah. Maybe Washington, maybe yeah. not. Yeah, that was the flaw that we figured out Monday. They kept saying they took the four best. That's why Florida State was left out. Right. Well, you didn't. You're right. Because Georgia should have been in there. One hundred percent. No doubt in mind. No, not in anybody's mind, I don't think. Will, what's up? All right, so <laughs> now we opened up another can. There's always one team that seems to get left out, and Washington is legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're legit. They're a good team. But i got to go back to starting out with Wes on this past weekend game. I Justin, you were off or whatever, so I didn't really get to hear who you were going for or who you put money on. But what in the world? Those t- Okay, those two teams are basically evenly matched, except for – in my opinion, wide receivers and quarterback. Would y'all agree with that? Which seems you. What's wrong with his phone? I don't think it's him. Maybe us. Not? Well, the other callers didn't do that. We just took like. We had two callers drop. 
No, that was Will. No, I think that's the same guy. Oh, really? Yeah, it must yeah. be him. Yeah. Okay. Um, what game was he talking about? He was talking about Alabama Georgia. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what else he was talking about there. I don't know. He was uh, he was kind of getting to his point. Well, you have to try his back. Maybe try to borrow somebody's phone. Um, Dang, that was a fast segment. Yeah, I could have done that in ten minutes. We got Clint Stern on the other side, so let's get to it. We'll be right back. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is Sports Center. Some fun results last night in the top 25 in college basketball. North Carolina fell to UConn 87 to 76. Cam Spencer at 23 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. In another top 25 matchup, number 20 Illinois takes down number 11 Florida Atlantic 98 to 89. Also, an upset in the top 25 as Grand Canyon knocks off number 25 San Diego State 79 to 73. In college football news, offensive coordinator Colin Klein will be going from Kansas State to Texas A&M to take on the same position for head coach Mike Elko. It was also announced that Razorbacks running back Raheem Rocket Sanders will be entering the transfer portal. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Rock Resurrection Tour, starring Skillet. And Theory of a Dead Man. Friday, December 8th, Simmons Bank Arena. Same night, same stage. With special guest, St. Sonia. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Skillet. Theory of a Dead Man. Together live. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget, like diamond cross pendants starting at only $99. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in a about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Razorback legend Darren McFadden joins Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz each week this football season to give his insights on what's happening in the world of football. DMAC is brought to you by Oaklawn Sports and Rideout Lumber. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. We just talked about the bowl schedule, some great games to bet on. Now is the time to download the Oakland Sports app. Easier than ever to put money in, and better yet, to take money out. That's the funnest part, winning a little money and taking it out and having it right in your bank account. Also, racing season is here. We are two days away. We'll be at Oakland doing the Zone Friday. Come out and see us for opening day. Be sure to have your Oakland Anywhere app ready to go. Put some money in that thing because we got a lot of great races coming up on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The racing season is here. And make your reservations. Go to oaklawn.com, get your tickets, reservations for the restaurants, reservations for the hotel. It's all happening now at Oaklawn in Hot Springs. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown! 
Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, caught. Emmanuel Smith takes a tackle. Touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver, it's Cobb. Towards the end zone, touchdown! All right. Papa's got a brand new bag. We're brand new kid in this case clint sterner joining us on the brandon moving and storage hotline clint uh, let me start with the congratulations and thanks for making a little time for us today i'm sure you're quite busy and sleep deprived how are you man i'm i'm uh i'm good justin i uh the baby's healthy mama's uh mama's walking a little with a, with a little less limp today and and uh <laughs> man everything is good bro everything is everything was great we couldn't be we couldn't ask for a more smooth, more healthy uh, process over the last four or five days, man. It's been great. Hashtag girl dad. How you feeling about this? Ooh. Man, I tell you what, I, when I first when I first kicked off the, with the last one two years ago, I wasn't real sure exactly what I was going to feel. But I tell you, man, if anybody needed if anybody needed a baby girl or two to soften their heart a little bit, it was it was me and old Mama Hog. There ain't no mm-hmm. question about it. So um, I mean, we it was it was well needed. My life is, is significantly better on a personal level and. Boy, with the uh, with the with the baby girls, man, it's uh, it's a, it's a different love, man. It's a different vulnerability uh, than than a man like me has ever experienced. So uh, I avoided it for about forty three years. Got married and thought that was the the most vulnerable you'll ever be. And then all of a sudden, boy, you have two baby girls, and you're just hell. Let's just put your heart on the table and hope they don't hit it with that fork, man. <laughs> Some way to put Ooh, it out. So you know, she threw, the only reason I used she threw a fork at me three times this morning. My oldest well, did. So, that happens. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you had it coming. It's going well. So the uh, the discussion around here was I would not bring this up to Lauren anytime soon. Uh, you can keep trying for a quarterback, or are you guys good with two? Oh, oh yeah. Look, I mean, I'm at the one year mark. I'm I'm uh, my my hip flexor is going to be sore, brother. I, I am uh, <laughs> I'm in now. If she's in, that's a different story. We're yes. gonna, we're gonna, uh, we'll wait and see when that when that rolls around. So, oh my um, God. but but if it's up to if it's up to, I tell you, you know, I always was was real tough guy about it. Was like, nah, we're gonna have as many as I want. We're gonna have five of them. And then when I saw what what a, a woman goes through uh, to, for for one, I said, baby, it's it's totally up to you. Whatever whatever you want to do moving forward. So I've softened a bit there, but I damn sure want to try for. Uh, for another one, and and uh, and, and I, I'd be lying if I told you I wouldn't love to have a little boy to slap around a little bit. Yeah, well, I will say this: you have a couple more girls, you're gonna ha- you're gonna run out of shotguns, buddy. That's all I know. Same money. When they-, <laughs> when they all get to the dating age, uh, and there is no well, hand-me-downs I, I in the girls' department, me, you get Justin, four boys, it, no big deal. But point, yeah, I hope they wait as long as I did to get married. I hate to wish that on somebody, but boy, that that's uh, I mean, them them weddings are gonna get awfully expensive when that time comes mm-hmm. around with them as close as I've got them right now. So. Yeah. I'm either going to have to work till I'm 80, or or hit the lottery, or maybe I'll maybe I'll be dead and gone by then. But uh, that's that's the days I'm worried about. Well, the best thing for you is if they just gap them out at least. You know that would be the biggest thing. So you don't you don't need back to backs. Or maybe you can chalk a couple of them into doing a wedding and together. That would be great too. So anyway, great idea. Yeah, well, I'm gonna start setting that. I'm gonna start setting that uh, in, in in place here pretty quick. Just a thought. Plant that seed. Yep. All right, well, let's talk about some football, and we don't normally do this, but, uh, well, I guess we can start with college. It's okay. Uh, did the committee get it right? Are you okay with the four that they end up with? Yeah, man, I, I think they nailed it. Um, I mean, we can argue about whether Bama deserves to be above Texas or Texas deserves to be above Bama, the head-to-head versus beating number one in the country in the championship game versus having a layup in the championship game. You know, we, we can get off in the weeds on all that, but I, I think ultimately – I think I think you got your four best football teams. And look, I, I'm I'm typically a I, yeah sure. I would like to have the best four football teams in in the college football playoffs. I would hope it would work out that way. The problem is, is a lot of times you've got to forgive losses that were that were unacceptable. For instance, the first college football playoffs. I, I believe it was the first, maybe the second. Ezekiel Elliott and those boys at at, uh, at Ohio State won the thing. But they lost at home to a 500 to a team that ended up 500. Virginia Tech. I think the coach got fired fairly soon after that. I mean, it was one of those where it was like, and how do you just forgive that? But they are one of the best teams, so I, I think it's a fine line that you walk, guys. This year, obviously, was Florida State undefeated, conference champion. But if you watch Florida State's last two football games, it, 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 you're just—I don't care how good the defense is. I think Jordan Travis had one of the best supporting cast in all of all of college football. 
But the, you watch those last two games when Jordan Travis went down. That was not with, – with those two quarterbacks in the game, that was not one of four top teams in America. And, and I just I, – I, it's tough. I hate it. But I, I'm, I'm for what the committee decided to do and, and leave Florida State out in this thing. If you're really going for the four best, though, why isn't Georgia in there? Because, you know, you only had a couple of teams with one loss, and they lost, Georgia did, to a playoff team. Well, I mean, I think that's a, that's a hell of an argument. I, I really do. I, you know, but but at the at the end of the day, the, the the later the losses in the season, the more detrimental they are to you getting the college football playoff. You lose that game, you know, week two. You lose that game early on, similar to what Alabama did with Texas. Then, then it's it's forgivable, and you got time to climb. Um, but Georgia having lost in a, in a championship game um, with with the rest of the top the top five or top six. Unfolding the way it did, I, I just don't see how you put a team that lost their college their their their, their, their conference championship game. You turn around and put them in over over the other one loss yeah. teams that that uh, had had very impressive resumes. It, it, the thing is, if you butt Georgia's resume up against one, I don't think there's I think they're living. And I'm for this now. I'm not complaining about it. I'm for it. But I think they're living in terms of them being one of the top four teams in America. I think that's strongly weighted towards the last two years. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, they're, they're, a good, they're a really good football team, but they're not as dominant as they were two years ago uh, or last year, if we're being completely honest, with Stetson Bennett running, running uh, you know, wrecking shop with, when, in the big games. I mean, so you, you look at it and you go, how much of that is, is the late loss? How much of it are they living off of the, the last two years? Are they really, really convincingly, they would have to be over-the-top convincing that they're one of the best four teams in the country. And, and I just, I think the way Texas was playing late, along with their resume, is they, they deserve to get in, and and you, you look if you butt Georgia's resume, their two wins were old. Their biggest two wins were Ole Miss and Missouri. And no disrespect to either one of those teams, but nationally and in, in a in a college ball playoff committee, those two those two wins aren't going to carry a lot of weight, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. When Texas has got an Alabama on there, and you know some of the like Florida State had an LSU and a Clemson on there. I know Clemson was was garbage this year, but they're still they're still a brand. Um, so I don't know. I, I just I, I don't think it's as convincing, Justin, as, as, as a lot of people will lead you to believe with Georgia. I, I think it's easy to go there, and I'm guilty of it. But yeah. I don't think it was convincing enough to lose your championship game again. Yeah, and Florida State did. I mean, look, you, you can't playing close games doesn't necessarily negatively affect you in the big scheme of things. But Florida State did have a couple of escapes this year with the Clemson game, and that they, they could have lost that ten different ways. They escaped Boston College, a not good Boston College team this year earlier too. So. Um, anyway, what do you think about the games, real quick? Because um, I do want to ask you about the NFL in the playoff games. What do you think? Who do you like in the two matchups? Uh, golly, what do we what do we have? Alabama, Texas, Alabama, Michigan, Alabama, Michigan, and Texas, Washington. Um, yeah, I mean, here's here's the deal for me, Justin. With with that is is I was I was kind of looking at this thing from as a fan. What would we like to see? I was hoping. That Texas would be four, and 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 then you you know because the Washington Texas game is liable to be a 50, 50 to forty you know fifty something to forty something game. Yeah, um, maybe if Texas defense is as good as people think it is, then then uh, then that's not the case. But but I was I was hoping to get a a you know a. a Washington out of the way yeah. early on. If I'm being completely honest, yeah, because Styles like make fights, and you're right. It would have been better to have the the other matchups. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I would rather Michigan and Washington get the hell out of the way, um, and and then you know let the other two get it on. Is, is ultimately what what I would like to see. Yeah. How about a Texas Alabama rematch? That'd be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that would be a that would be a hell of a game. Now, I mean, look, I, I, I'm over. I know I'm just not sold on Michigan, man. I mean, I you know I, I just I'm not as everybody knows I'm not a big fan of the Big Ten, Big Ten football anyway. Um, you know, I, you look at how they now. Now we're talking about them in a four-team playoff conversation, not just with everybody else in the country. Um, you know, I love JJ McCarthy. I thought he was going to hell. I thought he was going to have a Heisman year, and boy, was I ever wrong. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not overly sold on Michigan. I, look, here's here's what I think. I think right now, if, if you if you look at the, the four teams, um, you know that are in there, Michigan and Washington are the two that I, I'm just not. I'm not convinced are are as good as the other two. Okay, I, I disagree. I think they've got the best run game of the four, and I think uh, they got a very adequate quarterback, and they've got maybe the best defense. So we'll see. Um, Michigan, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, look, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. They, they've been really, really good to to this point. I, I think for me, when I watch 
Where I really struggle with the Big Ten this year, guys, is, is I mean, pick a game, any game. That you watch one quarter of football, regardless of who you're rooting for, watch one quarter of football, and the the lack of speed, twitch, explosiveness is glaring. Mm. I mean, I watched the Ohio State Michigan game, and I mean, I, I watched it, and I, and I tried just, I tried to talk myself out of it, like, nah, you ain't, you're, you're, you just don't like the Big Ten, you just watch it, you'll see. And I'm telling you, I mean, yes, powerful. Good defense, discipline, um, good run game, downhill run game. But, man, physical, yes. But, man, there is no twitch. There's no speed. There's no explosion. And I just think when you throw Jalen Milrow out there, as he does against them or anybody mm-hmm. in the country, it, it's going to jump off the screen. You throw those receivers from Washington out there, it's going to jump off the screen. You throw Worthy and either one of those two tailbacks they've got at, at Texas, um, it, it's going to jump off the screen, man, and 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 I just don't think they have that guy. That, that's why that's why I'm low on Michigan this year. I'm down on Michigan this okay. year. Okay, all right, um, all right. Last thing, Cowboys Eagles Sunday got a bunch of numbers here. Eagles have lost five straight in Dallas, going back to 2017. Didn't realize that. And Dak is five and one in Dallas against them. His lone loss was that loss in 2017 at home to Philly. So obviously an opportunity for. Dallas to keep Philly on a bit of a down streak. They haven't had a three-loss run here in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and a huge step forward for Dallas, potentially. And maybe playing for seeding a little bit, but they got a long road to get to number one. But anyway, what, what do you think this Sunday? Well, look, Wes, I was really primed to to, uh, to lean into the Eagles in this ballgame, man. I, I was right there. I thought, you know, the Cowboys go out there, give up a boatload of points. The Eagles are going to go in there, and they're going to four-minute offense them for four quarters and just really squeeze the hell out of them, suffocate them, not allow them to score points, really dominate the clock, and, you know, play that old-school football. And then I then I saw what San Francisco did in Philly. <clears throat> and I, I, there's just no way that I could take Philly at this point in time. I, now, there's clearly somebody knew something that I didn't. I didn't know. You guys will know this because with the Oakland anywhere stuff. What, what was the line at, at San Francisco at Philly? San Fran was favored by three. San Fran went into Philly, a ten and one football team, I think at the time, and they were favored. Yeah. Somebody knows something that we don't know, Wes. That's I, exactly I don't, I don't why know. I didn't I don't bet know it. If that, if that shook you a little bit. But yeah. That, that shook the hell out of me. No, we talked about it last week and didn't make any sense, and that's why I stayed away from it. Well, and then doesn't it, they go in there and they, they, they prove that Vegas is right more than you and I or knows more than you and I do. So I say all that to say, man, I, I really like what Dak and Mike McCarthy have going on. Um, I, late in that ball game last week, and, and I mean, I don't know. I hadn't watched enough Cowboy football, like the, the All-22 film and everything, to really deep dive into them. But I know what I saw late in that ball game last week with that offensive line mauling folks. You take that O-line in there with that mentality, with Dak spinning the way he is, with Brandon Cooks and C.D. Lamb and Ferguson and them boys, they're, they're going to be, with him and Mike McCarthy, I always say this, man, when you got a, when you got an offensive coordinator and a quarterback, I don't care what your system is, but when your offensive coordinator and your quarterback are seeing the game through the same lens, both from a game plan perspective and an in-the-moment perspective, I, I, it doesn't matter what kind of offense you're running. That That is a powerful powerful being, man, and, and the Cowboys are there right now, so I, I jump all over the Cowboys in this one, actually. All right, three and a half is the line at Oklahoma. we got to run. Clint, I appreciate you, buddy. We'll talk to you. Congrats again. We'll talk to you uh, Friday. All right, boys. Y'all be good, man, and I, as always, go home. All right, very good. See ya. Jump back, Jack. Alligator. Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-767-2345. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin and piggin? Yep. Hoops in Humno, baseball in Bauxite, long shots in Lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Did you know that in addition to being your home for heavy-duty diesel repair, we are also medium-duty specialists? Ford, Chevy, Dodge, service trucks to delivery vehicles, suspensions and after treatment systems to engine repair. Don't pay high dealership prices with long wait times. Let Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer keep your heavy and medium-duty vehicles on the road doing their job. Take Exit 7 on I-440, 501-568-2185. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions you're listening to The Zone with Justin Acre and Westmore in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. It's beautiful, it's bittersweet, you like a broken old Six six one one zero three seven. got a minute or so, a couple minutes here to take some calls if you want to get in before the top of the hour. The Gangster Museum of America and Hattery... Live fan feedback available through our Listen Live button. And see what we got on there. We got about 40. People like weighing in on these things, huh? Yeah. Um, Mickey says, what does... Why do I care about that? It's interesting. Weird question. Um, I'm going to move on here. Ricky says, uh, guys, it's just sad what's going on in the portal stuff. Rick had a good point this morning with Baz. Also, keep neighbors... What is it? What are we doing here? Okay, you know what? I'm done. You may go. God, these guys. I'm going to start pre-reading all these. Can we just get, like, normal stuff? Southern Structural Solutions text line. Michigan has looked good against garbage non-conference schedule and a garbage Big Ten schedule. Who really knows how I, how good they are, actually? That's from the 501. I don't think that's fair. They had two good games. Penn State, Michigan, or Ohio State. Well, they beat Iowa. Yeah. I mean, they got a great defense, but the offense is garbage. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know who was on their non-con. I know their I, schedule wasn't particularly strong. I pulled up college football stats for the best defense because when you said it, you, you like Michigan, think they had the best defense in the Final Four, and I was like, what about Alabama? Stats-wise, Michigan's the lowest or best defense in the country as far as points per game. Yeah. But then it's Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa. Mm-hmm. What's that say about the Big Ten offenses? Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? Yeah. Are they playing against bad offenses, or are they really good that de- uh, good defensively? Yeah. Uh, 10.58, back in a second. Great news. Stocking stuffers at Bell & Sword in Conway. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell & Sword has everything for men. Athleisure from Vory, PJ and hoodies from Saks, Cologne, Basque, Epop. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Ingman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell & 